Greetings, friends. Future Andrew here, dropping into these past episodes to tell you thanks. Thanks for checking out RTAF. If you're valuing the show as a wellspring of inspiration and artistic fuel and would like to help keep the show going, you can find out more about how to do that at patreon.com slash podcast. Every little bit adds up and keeps me inspired to bring you quality content on a consistent basis. Thanks for listening, and stay creative. Welcome to another episode of RTAF Podcast. Thanks for being here. I'm dropping in to do a little intro on this episode. Uh, We interview Chelsea Lewinsky today. Uh, She's a muralist from Denver. She paints just really realistic portraits of people she feels like need to be in the spotlight more. So the reason I'm dropping in to do this uh, extra intro here, you may have noticed we've been doing the intros on the videos and just kind of while the guest is in the room. Uh, But this week during Crush Walls, Chelsea had a little accident on a scooter. She hit a pothole and flew off, uh, broke her wrist, broke her nose. She's going to need surgery on her wrist, and it's her painting hand. So she has a GoFundMe set up, and we are going to link that in the description. Uh, You can also go to her Instagram page, and it is the link in her profile bio. Anyway, Chelsea is a single mother and uh, artist her full-time job and once you listen to her story it's it's pretty inspiring what she's done over just the course of a couple years so if you feel called to uh, support a muralist uh, up and coming please go to her instagram profile or just click the link in the description and you can donate there but anyway we will get started with the show now Thanks again for being here. Here we go. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of RTAF Podcast. Thanks for being here. Um, you know, check out the t-shirts. Check out our YouTube. Subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. Uh, Today, I'm very excited to interview Chelsea Lewinsky. She is a muralist um, and a painter, and you do stuff on Procreate too, right? I noticed. That's where I started. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. Um, I say where I started. I say say that because it's when I started to take art seriously. Okay. Um, Um, When was that? Two years ago. Okay. Um, before that I always like doodled and like, I had a very, uh, conventional nine to five, if you will. I was a college advisor for seven years. Oh, really? Yeah. And, uh, always loved art ever since I was like in high school, middle school, really. And, uh, I used to just draw in my cubicle. I worked at a call. It was a call center. It's where I started. And I would literally talk on the phone for eight hours and draw in my cubicle. And then, uh. Two years ago, I was like, I really want to take this seriously and invest in my art career, even if it's just a side gig. So I bought a iPad and an Apple Pencil. Nice. And I 
downloaded Procreate two years ago and I just started drawing. Started out like tracing a lot of things, like importing images and like mm-hmm. tracing the images and kind of making them my own and eventually got confident enough to like start doing it on my own and that's kind of where it all started. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But so you said you were making art before that. You were just drawing on regular paper? Were you painting? Yeah. Like I worked in an office. So I just stole a bunch of like printer paper. Okay. Nice. (laughs) Like literally nothing serious. Like I would just buy like pencils and like markers from Hobby Lobby or whatever and have sketchbooks and stuff. But like they were just doodles to me. I love it when people figure out their workflow at like a nine to five so well that they can do things like draw or you know like work on some sort of other skill yeah it's nice that it's nice that you had a job that sort of allowed that I guess totally totally towards the end there you know I was definitely pushing it but (laughs) (laughs) um for the most part you know I did my thing and I drew, drew when I could on lunch bakes or whatever and um yeah eventually it led me to quit Nice. So you quit your job two years ago when you got the iPad? No, I quit my job um, May 2019. So it's been a little over a year now. Um, Nice. Yeah, I quit my job. I was, after I did Procreate for a while, um, I eventually was like, okay, like you can do digital art, but I knew I wanted to be a painter. Mm -hmm. I'm like, digital art and painting is just like two different avenues right like graphic design and Mm -hmm. um i don't know fine arts or whatever you want to call it but i knew i wanted to paint so i uh eventually started practicing on canvas more and i bought a bunch of acrylic paint and eventually my canvases got bigger and bigger um started painting portraits and those got bigger and bigger and uh, in May, I uh, had a friend who reached out to me and they're like, hey, um, the shop is opening up on Colfax and uh, they want all of these portraits. And I know that you do good portraits. So would you be interested in doing a mural? And I was like, oh, I've never done a mural before, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> awesome. Um, and so I went and bought a bunch of paint at uh, Home Depot, just like, you know, interior paint. Yeah. And um, I did my very first mural at... Gold Boys Wholesale. Shout Shouts. Out Gold Boys. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so real quick, we're going to yeah. fix your mic. Uh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. We're just going to put this a little bit more in the front of you. Know? Okay. And then also, this mic, just the way it's set up, is just blocking your face a little bit on this mic, so I just want to make sure that okay. it's not. Yeah. <laughs> there. Nice. No, you're good. I'm going to turn you up a little bit so you don't have to move, too. Okay. Yeah. So, Gold Boys. Yes. Yeah, we'll edit all that out. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> You're good. Gold Boys. So, what is what is Gold Boys? It's a, um, it's, it's a whole... They do a bunch of stuff. They have, like, a whole fashion line. Um, it's a smoke shop, like a boutique, kind of. Nice. Um, they run a bunch of different, you know, businesses within there, but... Um, yeah, it's like a boutique, but, um, they wanted, uh, I did, uh, Erica Badu, um, oh, nice. Martin Luther King. I love Erica Badu. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> She's my him. favorite. She's amazing. So I did all of these, uh, portraits that, um, you know, celebrated, uh, black culture. Nice. And, uh, in the middle of that week, it took me seven days to do eight portraits. They're 
fairly large. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, and about halfway through that week, I realized like this is what I want to do with my life. And I quit that week before finishing the mural. I quit. That's so rad. Yeah, it was <laughs> terrifying, but oh, very bet. exciting. And like, I just knew it. I knew I had to do it. I didn't want to go back to work. Like, I think I called out like three or four days. <laughs> it's so bad. Don't do that. But <laughs> I called out of my job like three or four days to finish the mural. Yeah. Because like, I was just so like embedded in it. Like, I just wanted to do it. I didn't want to stop. Right. Um, That's so, so awesome. Yeah. Made well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, your portraits are amazing, by the way. Um, I suck at portraits. <laughs> um, th- I have done, so speaking of Erica Badu, that's like one of the only portraits I've ever really? kind of pulled off, sort of. That's amazing. Um, but so I wanted to ask you about portraits. Like, mm-hmm. how do you capture a person's essence? Like, you can get all, I've noticed at least that you can get like proportion right and all that stuff. But like to really like be like, oh, that's definitely so-and-so. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but. Um, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think for me, um, one, I, anybody can draw. It just takes a lot of practice. Everybody's right. always like, oh, you're so talented. And it's just like, no, I just literally no, just obsessed work. over this one thing that I wanted to do so bad. And it's just hours and hours of practice, really. Right. But um, for me, whenever I'm drawing somebody, I like to spend a lot of time um, absorbing that person. So Mm -hmm. if I'm drawing a uh, musician, I listen to so much of their music. Sure. Um, If I'm drawing a different artist or somebody, it really doesn't matter what. I try to get my hands on material to kind of absorb that person. Mm -hmm. If it's somebody I know in person, like... It's a little easier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, you know, I, I take time to... Um, do what we're doing now, getting to know that person or whatever yeah, yeah. it is. Um, and for me, when I'm able to do that, I feel like that portrait just comes out way better than, you know, somebody I don't know or don't have a connection to. Sure. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, so let's circle back to kind of you quitting your job. Now, th- this is extra ballsy, in my opinion, because you're a single mother. Yeah. So... How does like how does being a mother inform your art and like how does it affect it? Um It's a tough one. It's something that I'm still trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um I'm only a year and a half into this, but um for me I just know that when he's older, I want him to just not be afraid to pursue whatever it is he wants to do. And I can't tell him to do that if I'm miserable at a job that I hate. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so um, just leading by example and just showing him like, yeah, it's going to be tough and we're going to have to make a lot of sacrifices, but hopefully in five to 10 years, like it all pays off, you know? And so whatever it is he wants to do, if he wants to go to college, if he doesn't want to go to college, if he wants to be an artist or if he wants to skate, like whatever it is, like Mm -hmm. you can turn, you can make a career out of anything. Yeah. And like, that's mostly what I'm trying to prove to him. Yeah. You're, you're leading by example. Yeah. Yeah. You're instilling this like autonomy that he's seeing played out Yeah, through what you do. Yeah. So I try not to focus on like, uh, 
the details too much. Right. Like, yeah. Oh my God, like how are we going to survive? Like, <laughs> obviously that's a big detail, but <laughs> I guess I just mean like I'm trying to focus on big picture more than anything. And, sure, sure. Um, right now that's, that's what he sees. And right now that's what's important. And I force myself to find a way to make it happen. And I think that when he's older, he'll recognize that too. And yeah, I think the, like when you make a courageous leap like that, somehow everything just tends to work out dude i say that all the time people are always like how how did you know how did you know i'm like i literally didn't like yeah. i quit with no plan <laughs> <laughs> barely a savings like, you wouldn't even call it a savings like it was literally an in the moment decision mm-hmm. and like you don't know but if you do it the universe kind of just shows you the next step yeah. and you kind of have to just trust your gut and keep going that's super rad <laughs> thanks um, so is he interested in art at all? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he, he is for sure. Um, I try to drag him to, you know, murals with me all the time and like to the studio and things like that. Um, but he's 12, going to be 13 in November. Oh, and nice. so he's just so caught up with like his friends and, oh, you know. Oh, sure, sure doesn't want to hang out with mom as much as he used to (laughs) so yes he very much enjoys it he loves graffiti like he loves walking around in rhino and he loves it when i'm able to introduce him to like a lot of graffiti writers and things like that um but as far as just like going to murals and stuff he's like eh have fun mom but yeah good luck (laughs) yeah um but he does love art he loves to draw anime he has his own ipad draws on procreate too so nice nice yeah i need to get me one of those Dude, you do. Yeah, it's, a, it's a game changer for sure. Yeah, I'm right now. I'm between like a laptop or an iPad. An iPad. I, I think it I'm could do. Yeah, iPad. it could do everything that your laptop can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so, so tell me about speaking of like the iPad. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your process. Do you create on the iPad first, or do you? Is it different every time? Um, I feel like I mostly start on the iPad first. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I guess it kind of depends on the project, but um, I import a lot of my reference photos into Procreate and um, put them on the wall, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely start there. I, I use my iPad to, to grid all of my work for sure. Um, just using technology for your advantage, you know? Um, but uh, as far as like creating concepts and things, um, it definitely helps to start on the iPad to kind of map out, okay, I want this to be here. And if I'm including different elements like flowers or like whatever it is to be able to kind of map it out definitely helps. But it's fun to like kind of freestyle it sometimes too. So it kind of just depends on the project, your client, all those things. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did you have any mentors or teachers? So many. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. This Um, is the shouts portion of the show. Yes, so many shouts. (laughs) Um, from the beginning, uh, I got to shout out my boy Rube. Um, I don't know if you know who Rubezilla is. I don't. Another local artist and illustrator in Denver. Um, he was the one that like, for sure believed in me first. I I don't want to say that, but like pushed me like, girl, you belong on walls. You belong doing murals and like, you need to do this. And he was the, the person that I mentioned earlier who got me my first mural. Nice. Um, so definitely him. Uh, my manager, Jeremy, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, always encouraged me, was there on every project with me. 
Um, and then the more and more I got involved in the uh, Denver art scene, the more people I met. And I, I'm so young in the game that every person I met, I just, they were my teacher at that point. Totally. Um, now I share a studio with Dread God, yeah, yeah. Um, founder of Crush Walls, Patrick Kane McGregor. Um, I share a studio with them, Ladies Fancy Work Society. And uh, just being in that environment, um, ugh, it's crazy how much you just learn from the people that you surround yourself with. And um, I literally just started oil painting because of Patrick. He's nice. the one who gave me my very first oils. And you know, all how do you things. like oil? Uh, very new. I literally just tried it like two weeks ago, <laughs> like a week ago maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a lot different than acrylics. Uh, but I, I think I'm gonna like it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah, I just got back into oil recently, and yeah? I'm like, oh, yeah, I love it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's I a think lot that's... easier to blend, but mm-hmm. also I'm like, ah, oh, dry faster. <laughs> yeah, um, like liquid, you know th- about that medium? No. It helps dry pretty quick Okay. if you don't use too, too much. Okay, Yeah. I'll have to figure that out. And then, uh, so definitely, yeah, those two for sure. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the person who gave me my very first caps was uh, Hyro. Oh, nice, yeah. I believe you interviewed him. Yeah, definitely. Um, we, I painted next to him at a uh, mural festival. Which one was it? Rhino Arts Festival mm-hmm. back in July. And I painted this huge, like, 10 by 10 wall using, like, just paint and brushes. <laughs> and he was next to me painting just, like, this insane skull with remote and uh, he saw my paintings, and he was like, dude, what are you doing with these brushes? He's like, you need to pick up a can. I was like, damn, you're right. So he gave me my first caps, and then, um, you know, it kind of always stood in the back of my head that I needed to pick up aerosol. Mm-hmm. And then, um, do you know who uh, Muckrock is? I don't. Okay, so she's just this, another insane um, muralist, street artist. Um, she started back in the 90s. And uh, oh, she's all over California. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> she's insane. So yeah, if you in California, you know who Muckrock is. Um, but she was out here painting, and uh, I followed her story a lot just because she just blew my mind. And uh, I noticed that she was painting on uh, Larimer, and I was like, oh my god, like I need to go meet this girl. So like I raced down there, happened to recognize the building that she was painted at. So I pulled up on her, and I was introduced myself, and I was like, you're amazing. <laughs> Um, would you be interested in like painting a wall with me? And she was like, yeah, do you have a wall? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and nice. uh, happened to just find a wall that we could paint at. And I didn't want to paint. Did So did you have a, law, a, a wall beforehand? Or no, were you dude, just like, like, yeah, I got one. Yeah, literally. I was like, yo, I got one. And like I hit up everybody I knew. And I was just like, help me find a place for Muckrock to paint. And um, so then... At this time, I was still, again, painting with uh, brushes, and um, I just straight up asked her, I was like, I really want to convert to uh, spray paint, and she was like, oh, yeah, like, I'll show you. So she literally walked me through her process of uh, painting a portrait from beginning to end. Really? Yeah, it was just so so amazing. Yeah, like, just blew my mind. She painted this amazing uh, Dali Salvador piece, um, and it it changed everything for me. Once I saw it from beginning to end, I was like, I can do that. Mm -hmm. Like 
couple of hours later, I painted my first portrait with some cans, and it was horrible. It was so bad. <laughs> um, but, you know, it looked like a face, so, like, it was fine. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm even worse at painting portraits with cans. It's like... <laughs> it's tough. Even, it's sure even if tough. there's a projector going on, it's, I don't know, I somehow mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, from there, I was, like, determined. Like, I just wanted to figure out this whole new world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'd just been painting with cans ever since. So nice. that was. So you must November. have put in a lot of practice between. Yeah, now that and was. Then, right? So, like, my very first uh, large scale portrait with cans was uh, November of 2019. Wow. So I've. What's about that? About to hit a year. Yeah. Almost. Less than a year ago? Yeah, less than a year ago. And so, did you have like a practice wall you could work at, or you just. Every wall that I had, I just used as practice. And okay. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Suffered through it. <laughs> no, I had a lot, again, a lot of people that I was able to turn to and just, you know, ask for tips or tricks or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, self-taught. Badass. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So when you're making a portrait with sprays, um, do you do the scribble grid? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, the scribble grid was something that I actually uh, learned from Hiro. Um, mm-hmm. And that was or like... I don't know, sometime winter last year. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, or maybe early this year. I don't even remember. It's all, it all it's blends all, together. It totally blends together. Um, it's so funny because I remember when I worked uh, my 9 to 5, I always said, like, if I can wake up in the middle of the week and not know what day it is or not care if it's Friday or Monday, then I feel like I've made it. Yeah. It happens to me all the time. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so much fun. It is so much fun. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I shadowed Richie, um, for a, uh, portrait that he did inside of my mom's business and, um, that changed the game for me too. Mm-hmm. So are you, are you working from like just blocking in colors to getting like finer and finer detail with like skinnier and skinnier caps? Is that how it works? I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like, uh, every port again, I'm so new that I'm still figuring out my process, right? Like I'm still mm-hmm. trying to figure out what works for me. And I feel like uh, the last couple of walls, I've attempted different um, approaches and different things to try and figure out what works best for me and what style I'm trying to develop. And at this point, I feel like I'm just so early in the game that I'm just really trying to focus on honing in like my skill set mm-hmm. versus like Yes, I know I need a process, but like, I don't know, it just takes time. So, yeah, absolutely. I don't know, just trying to figure out what works for me. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Um, so I know obviously you do mostly murals. Right now, right? yeah, yeah. Because um, um, it's warm. Yeah. <laughs> or it will be again. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> um, but so did you sell any pieces? Like paintings before yeah. you started doing murals? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Do you remember yeah, the first one? Yeah, it started in the studio. Um, the first piece of art that I sold was when I still worked in the office, and um, a co-worker was like, you're getting so good, like, draw me. And I charged <laughs> her like 30 bucks to draw her on my iPad. Nice. Yeah, and uh, from there, you know, a lot of other people um, ended up, like, purchasing portraits for me, and that was really cool because a lot of my co-workers... Um, people that I still keep in touch with now just are so encouraging and supported me heavily back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, still now, but like a lot of the coworkers that I shared space with um, supported me. 
through a lot of art shows and things like that. Nice. Yeah, the first piece (laughs) of art that I sold was a digital piece. And then um, my first canvas that I sold, ugh, I honestly don't even remember, but I was doing like, I remember working on like four or five different canvases at a time and um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's all such a blur. I wish I could remember the first (laughs) canvas that I sold. Yeah. Mm. Nice. (laughs) It's a great feeling every time. I know that. (laughs) You're like someone out there has the answer. Shout out that person. (laughs) (laughs) But you don't remember if it was like in a, did you have any shows in a gallery or did you just Um, sell it online? I, no, no, no. I, uh, let's see. I did participate in two art shows prior to quitting my job. Um, and they were, uh, the raw artists Mm -hmm. shows. Have you heard of those? Yeah. Okay. I did one of those way back in the day. Yeah. 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 Me too. I did two of them actually. Nice. And, um, I wouldn't necessarily recommend going that route. Yeah. Um, however, I can't even be mad because it did introduce me to some people. It did encourage me to put my stuff out there. Um, mm-hmm. but I just would never recommend paying to be inside of an art show. Yeah. And that's what I had to do. Yeah. I got to So yeah, I got to shout out my friend, Eliza Ross real quick. Yeah, cause, please. Cause she, she got me on my first raw show and they were, uh-huh. she was like, you have to sell tickets. And I was like, I didn't sell any tickets. And she's like, <laughs> okay, you can still come. <laughs> so that's so nice shout out to that but yeah like you're kind of like for people who don't know you're kind of like um they basically give you tickets to sell mm-hmm. and you have to sell whatever 20 tickets or yeah. something like that so yeah it's like 20 tickets or else you don't get to be in the show yeah and i had just moved out to denver and so <gasps> i knew tough. about two people oh <laughs> i think mark was one of them actually I don't know. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I, you were at that. Sh- you were at that show, I've actually. Been to a couple of raw shows. <laughs> there yeah. you go. I remember literally like forcing coworkers, like you have to buy a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you free prints if you buy a ticket. Like I was bribing people to buy. Yeah, them. yeah. That's kind of the thing. You're again basically paying. Yeah. To play. Yes. And, you know, as a young artist, I was like, that's probably how it works. And yeah. come to find that it's, no, not, it's not really. really. Nope. <laughs> I don't want to throw any shade, but yeah. I, and again, that. I can't throw shade either because it did help me build up right. some confidence. And I met like my best of friends there, like uh, Ruben and Jeremy. Oh, like, nice. Literally my team. And I met them at a raw show. That's cool. So. That It's cool how like life unfolds that way. Like, yeah. As like, especially I think as an artist or a creative person, like mm-hmm. you just never know. You might meet the person that changes your life at the next thing you go to. If I could give any advice to anybody trying to do this, it would be to show up to everything, everything that you possibly can. Even if you don't want to go like bring your art and show your art as much as any opportunity that you can when you're getting started. Because, um, every time I did, I always got introduced to my next commission. I always got introduced to the next person who would give me an opportunity to be at another show or something yeah, like yeah. that. Totally. Um, so like show up for yourself. Every Absolutely. Time. I a hundred percent agree with that. Um, so would you say that, so when you pulled up on Muckrock when she was doing yeah. her mural, you were, you just hopped out and you were like, Hey, it, I suck at that. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, I was so Give nervous. Give me some pointers. I was so nervous. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, she's just this amazing artist, and like, I've followed her, you know, and like, just I never thought that I would get the opportunity to meet her. Mm-hmm. And like, she was just painting right there where I love to grab coffee, and so it was just like I had to go and introduce myself to her. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, and she was on a lift, and um, it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, she's probably like gets this all the time. So it's just like. Hey, <laughs> I'm Chels. <laughs> nice. Yeah, like, I don't know. I just introduced myself, told her I was a big fan of her work, um, asked her if she was painting anywhere else and if she'd be willing to, like, let me watch or shadow her or anything. Yeah. And she was, you know, painting a big wall. And she was just like, no, like, I don't have I don't have anything right now. But if you know of any walls, you know, let me know. And I was like, I probably have something. Like, can I have your number? And I'll let you know. Uh-huh. And she gave me her number. Still have it in my phone now. Shout out Muck Rock. <laughs> yeah. Mark just showed me her work. and um, She's insane, dude. I don't know how I haven't seen or heard about her. Yeah, it. she's so it's cool. Really the, badass. The cool thing that blows <laughs> me away about Muck Rock is she will do like four to five things in a day. And then also anything and everything. Anything yeah, and yeah. everything. Like yeah, she can paint anything. I love anything. that she's painting whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah, literally, she paints anything. Yeah. And you'll see her like her story on Instagram, <laughs> and she's painting like four things in one day. Like I don't even understand how she does it. It's cool. That's really rad. Yeah. So yeah, basically, uh, just put yourself out there. Yes. And um, and you'll probably be rewarded. You know. Yeah. yeah. A- absolutely. Um. Is there what have what's been one of your biggest challenges along the way? Oh God, um, there's been so many, mm-hmm. a lot of ups and downs. Um, last year was one of the uh, most fulfilling years of my life, but also the most challenging parts, the part of my life ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned a lot about myself in a sense of like managing money, um, learning how to be a hustler because in this you have to, you have Mm -hmm. to always be hungry for it. You don't get days off. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people, um, assume about my life or any artist's life is Mm -hmm. like, oh, you get to just paint all day and like hang out with all your friends and all these things. It's like, yeah, it looks like a lot of, it is a lot of fun. It is, it really is. But there's just so many sleepless nights. There's so many just like moments of like just stress. Like where's my next job going to come from? And like all of these things that are heavily waiting on you. And uh, last year I uh, gave up my car, um, gave up my apartment I was homeless for like two months. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was it was tough. It was really, really tough. But um, within those dark times, like, I learned what not to do. Mm-hmm. I learned um, where I can push myself and, you know, what areas I still need to work on. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's just a lot of balance. Yeah. More yeah. than anything. Yeah, I think it takes a lot of self-awareness, too, because it's like sometimes you can push yourself and you're like up for it. And then other times you got to like really check in with like what you want and versus what you need, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And like mental health and just physical exhaustion and all of those things all play a part in it. And um, yeah, it's... 
it's crazy. It's really, really crazy. Is there anything outside of like art that you do to keep yourself balanced or healthy? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have a lot of good friends in my life. Um, my son, mm-hmm. 12, I have a really... Shouts. Yes, shouts. <laughs> Shout out Mateo. Um, my dog. <laughs> um, but no, you know, I, I obviously you have to keep a healthy diet and mm-hmm. you know, I exercise when I can and all of those good things, sure. But just being with my little family is usually what I'm doing when I'm not doing art. Absolutely. So spending time at home, I spend a lot of time at home when I'm not painting just because, I don't know, it's like my sacred little temple and I've mm-hmm. created just like my own little safe space. And nice. Me and my son enjoy doing Legos together and, you know, um, we both longboard, so we'll longboard around five points a lot. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, what most 12-year-old boys is what I spend my time doing. <laughs> yeah. Outside of, you know, art, but... uh I don't know um yeah just spending time at home mostly keeps nice. me sane yeah yeah because as important as art is i think it's like just important or maybe even more important to like spend time with the people you love absolutely you know? i think when i first uh when i first quit my job i remember my son saying to me um he goes mom you work way more now than you did before when you worked at a regular job mm-hmm. and i was like dude i know i'm sorry <laughs> Um, but (laughs) the fact that I can take him with me whenever he wants to be there with me or the Mm -hmm. fact that I can be home when I need to be, you know, the fact that I am there to, um, I don't know. I have that autonomy to make my own schedule. Yeah. yeah, It's just like, it's all worth it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I work a lot, but also I know, I know I can quit or not quit, but like take a day off if you need to, you know, like if he's really sick or something, you gotta take a day off. Call into anybody. You can just be like, this mural is going to take one day longer or, or whatever. Exactly. Um, my friend, uh, Morgan Mandala shout out, uh, she, uh, she has this beautiful analogy that she busted out one time Mm -hmm. where she said like, an artist is like, uh, is like a restaurant, um, because you're the owner, the general manager, the line cook, the dishwasher, the server, the hostess, the person who mops up every night. Literally. And like, you're going to be working a lot more, Mm -hmm. I think, especially in the beginning when you're like trying to figure things out. Um, yeah, I just wanted to bring up that analogy because I thought it's it was... Per- perfect analogy. It really yeah. is. Um, and it's true. You will work a lot in the beginning. And something that I'm working towards is landing bigger jobs so that I can, you know, have a week off. Or, right, yeah. you know, I can... I don't have to stress about like, oh my God, I need to find a, my, a commission or I need to find a canvas in between these murals because I have these bills or whatever it is. Um, so that's something that I'm working towards now is just building my name, building my reputation so that, you know, I can sell a canvas or a mural and be able to sit on that comfortably. Yeah. Before, you know, yeah. I'm like scraping <laughs> at the totally. end of the month. Totally. Um Do you have any like business advice for younger artists? Whew. Um I guess my biggest advice would I mean it's it's nothing that we don't already know, right? Like keeping ahead of your bills, but more so when you're an artist or any entrepreneur because you don't know when 
your next check is going to come. It's not a steady income, right? Right. Sometimes you're doing really, really well, and then there's months where you're not getting anything at all. So just staying ahead of your bills, paying your rent always so you don't become homeless. <laughs> um, and just not being afraid to be broke. Like, make sacrifices. Like, you don't need to go out and buy coffee all the time or just, like, little right. things. You know what I'm saying? Just being very frugal with your money. Right. Um, and I think that's something that I learned last year a lot was just being frugal and, like, making those sacrifices because I was making really, really good money as a college advisor. Mm-hmm. And so from going from that to basically nothing was it taught me a lot about myself and the sacrifices that I needed. But um, I live a very minimalistic life right now. Nice. And I love it. It's very like stress free, if you will. Yeah. I feel like the coffees I make are like way better than anywhere I'd ever go, you know? Absolutely. Sometimes I'm super disappointed when I go out and spend $5 on a coffee and I'm like, yeah, my coffee at home is way better. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, there is something to be said for like, you know, having someone make you a little thing sure, and just having it with you when <laughs> yeah, you're walking just, around. Yeah, like, feels good. <laughs> yeah. Like, ooh, this is warm. See, you just have to buy those to-go cups. Right, exactly. <laughs> there you go. That's all you got to problem solved. There you go. And then you can feel like special when you're mm-hmm. out and about. Okay, that's great advice. <laughs> <laughs> to-go coffee, guys. Yeah, yeah. Just don't, just don't, yeah, that's, that is a super important point, I think, like, don't just be spending your money on bullshit. Right. You know? Don't need it. Because, like, it's something that maybe anyone should do anyway. But I think, like, when you are a creative person who doesn't know when their next paycheck is coming from, it's something that you realize that you absolutely have to do. Absolutely. Or you're not going to have enough money for the six-pack of Montana 94s that you need next there week. You or you're not going <laughs> to have enough money to... Yes. Get the water from being shut off or whatever it is. Um, Also would say like whenever you are working with a client, whether it's a mural or a canvas or whatever it is, always um, calculate, you know, your uh, supplies into, you know, the price that you're giving your client just because, and then some, because you always want to have something left over to put back into your supplies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. You'd rather have more paint left over than not enough Mm -hmm. so just building up that too yeah super important yeah i think like spending money on supplies there's this weird thing like this like momentum you gain i know this isn't scientific at all but like (laughs) like you make money and then you spend it on supplies and then you're like oh shit i don't really have that much money right now because of that Mm -hmm. but then like the next painting you sell will be like twice as much as the last one and yes it just keeps going yeah absolutely it's kind of like it's kind of like keeping a like basketball spinning on your finger or something you gotta keep <laughs> just keep spinning it. yeah 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 otherwise definitely. it'll fall off <laughs> um but yeah so um let's see what else do i want to ask you oh yeah is that do you have um a purpose behind your art like why make art at all Hmm. I think um, it's just a universal language, right? Mm-hmm. It's something that we can all connect to. And mm-hmm. whether you understand what you're looking at or you don't, you feel something when you look at it. Mm-hmm. And Or maybe you don't. I don't know. <laughs> but I guess my, to me personally, if I can make anybody feel anything when they look at my art, then my job is done. Yeah. Whether that's a good feeling 
or bad feeling if you can pull emotion out of somebody i think that's the purpose of art in general right is like you're communicating a message and you're doing it without using words and i don't know there's just something really really beautiful about that being able to communicate without using words yeah it transcends language culture yeah all those things again i was super nervous to even do something like this i'm just not a person that's always been good with my words or expressing myself vocally Mm -hmm. and that's why i do art and we talked a little bit about that before we came in here but like um i did art as a cop-out to not have to do that right like Mm -hmm. i always wanted to just communicate what i wanted to say on a canvas um obviously now the more and more traction i get as an artist and the bigger i get i realize that what you say about your art is just as important as what you're painting. Mm-hmm. And it's important to communicate that to your crowd because we all have a message, we all have a voice, and it's so important to use that to uplift our communities, to uplift our youth, and um, whatever your message is, you know, whether you are an activist or, you know, you're supporting the youth or whatever message you're trying to portray, like make it known, like use your voice. Like we're, we're all here. We're all surviving. Like, I don't know. I just think it's, it's really important that if you have a tool and you have a platform that you're using it. Yeah. Yeah. It's important to express yourself for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, whatever it is you're doing, like, you have to learn how to like use it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, getting back to uh, like, oh, damn. <laughs> this is the first time I've had dead air in a long time. That's okay. Yeah. Um, so what, uh, what are you most passionate about right now? What project are you most passionate about coming up? Let's see. I have a few projects coming up. Uh, right now, I'm focused on Crush Walls, which I will be collaborating with Hyro. Oh, um, oh yeah. Yeah, super nice. excited for that. It'll be our first wall that we've ever painted together. Um, I guess I shouldn't say that. We did a the Be a Good Person wall off of Larimer Street in collaboration. Um, it was him, myself, uh, Dread God, and Justin Spire. We did that well together, but it'll be our first while collaborating, just us two. So I'm very excited for that. Um, he's an amazing artist, and I have, again, a lot to learn from him. So mm-hmm. um, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, and then uh, after, right after Crush, uh, I think I have a day off, and then I'm doing another collaborative wall with uh, Westward Magazine. And oh, that'll word. be with uh, Jer, Anna Charney, and... Uh, high again. Hell yeah. Yeah. So Badass. we all have very different styles. So I'm really excited to see how that plays out. Um, and then after that, I'll be traveling to San Francisco for another wall out there for, uh, Sweet. yeah, yeah. There's a, a law firm out there that wants to get Cesar Chavez painted. So oh, sweet. I'll be out there for a little over a week, which I'm really excited about. Awesome. Um, but really, I'm truly so excited to get back in the studio. It's been so busy with like murals and everything. And it's been so good that I've been able to develop that side of my career. But I'm really, really excited to get back to like just painting canvases and doing art shows and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice to just 
Well, I mean, this is what I do basically most of the time is just <laughs> lock myself in the studio yeah, and just like go in on a canvas. It's going to be so weird to like switch back to that, like learning new habits. Cause right now I'm just so used to like waking up and packing up my cans and going right. And being on a wall outside for 10 hours or however long it is. Totally. But totally. now it's just like, uh, when winter comes, it's, you have to switch up the whole vibe. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the solitude, if you will. Yeah, it's nice to have like a kind of a dualistic, like yeah. different schedules depending mm-hmm. on the season. Yeah. Well, it's sweet. like when you're working on murals, you are usually surrounded by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It could be kind of nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's definitely diff- a different aspect of, you know, that side of my career. But when you're in a studio and you're able to just blast music and, you know, get in your zone, do whatever yeah. it is you do, whether you're drinking or mushrooms or whatever it is to hone in on yeah, your yeah. artistic, you know, skill, or maybe you don't do any of that. That's fine, too. Yeah. But um, <laughs> just I guess what I'm saying is just being within yourself and turning inward and yeah. like letting that flow out. I miss that. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. So do you, uh, you microdose? Like what's up? Yeah. 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 I love to microdose. Um, I did it. Same. I did it, uh, for 30 days, um, at the beginning of quarantine. Nice. Um, that's a good way to keep like from freaking out, I think too. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I've done like trips and stuff like that and it's it amazing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But, um, when all the quarantine happened, um, I noticed that I was like drinking a lot more mm-hmm. and I caught myself and I was like, girl, like slow down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pump the brakes. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people from, uh, you know, my experience and from the people that I've talked to is definitely a slippery slope for, for everybody just sure. being home, you know, sure. just yeah. bored. So do you feel like, see, I um, have this kind of feeling that like COVID kind of put the whole world at least for a little bit in like an artist's shoes because yeah. people were like, where, who wins my next paycheck coming right. from? And I'm like, ah, it's like <laughs> just another life. day. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, I feel like, like very privileged to say this, but like, I was like loving it for the first yeah. like month or so. Cause I was just doing the same thing that I was doing. Yeah. 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 And um, I, and I don't want to like come off as insensitive to people who struggle through that, but um, no, not at all. I think it it kind of shifted people's consciousness into like what it's sort of like to be someone who doesn't yeah. know where their next paycheck's coming from. Right, right. It absolutely. Um, there was a point where uh, I did come to that realization. At first, I was nervous because um, when everything did go on lockdown, I think like three or four of my jobs got canceled. Oh yeah, just because businesses didn't know. Yeah, everybody what was, was happen. like, they didn't want to spend the money. Sure, they'd rather save it just in case, like type thing. So um, I was really nervous, and I didn't have much work. And I know a lot of people were very uh, frugal with their money. Art was not the first thing they were looking to buy, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's going after the toilet paper. <laughs> God, that was so ridiculous. <laughs> But, um, so yeah, so, um, I, I, again, I turned to drinking a little bit and I was bored and I was living with roommates at the time and, uh, we were all kind of just feeding off of that. And then, um, you know, that was when I was like, all right, you know, you need to do something because you're not going to go out and find another job. Like, you know, art is what you're going to do. So figure it out. And, um, that's when I actually started microdosing. 
and I did it every day for 30 days and it really pulled me away from the drinking. It helped me to develop a new relationship with alcohol. It helped me to develop a new relationship with my work. Um, I felt so much more productive and focused and just like, I don't know, it changed my life. And now I do it I don't, like three times a week, I would probably say. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you weigh it out and stuff? No, I kind of just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Same. Yeah. Hope for the best. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, but I do do it in the morning. Um, it's such a good way to start the day. Um, Agree. Like a cup of coffee. Yeah, I put it in a cup of coffee. Oh, actually. nice. Yeah. I'll have to try that. Yeah. I've done it with tea, but yeah you just blend it up yeah cool yeah i'll have to try that yeah so just to let everyone know it's completely legal what we're talking about uh yes the people's republic of denver is a very nice place to live (laughs) Uh, mushrooms are decriminalized shouts shouts big shouts (laughs) big shouts this is mostly just for me is there a difference in like what type of art you work with uh you know, doing your like canvas commissions like, mm-hmm. versus your murals. I mean, obviously, like you said, like your art mostly wants to have a message to it. Right. Of course. Yeah, there's, I feel like there's a huge difference just because like with murals, um, again, it depends on your client for sure because there's some clients that are like, hey, I want this portrait of this person. And so you don't really have a say. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some people that are like, I just really love your work. Do whatever you want to do. And those are great because then you can kind of treat that as a canvas. Um, but when I first started doing art, uh, I painted what I wanted to paint, right? And then it got to a point where I was doing it for money. And so I was like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And then I started painting commissions for, uh, I don't know, based off of their view. And those are really hard to do. And I feel like you have to force it at that point. Mm-hmm. And you don't feel very passionate about, no offense, but like painting somebody's <laughs> niece or, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, rather than right. painting something that's like coming from you. Um, right. And so I stopped doing that um, like last year because I found out that it was just really hard for me to get through those commissions. And like, I had to force it. And I don't ever want to give somebody like work that I have asked. Um, Definitely. So now when I do canvases, it's coming from a place of my inner reflection versus um, somebody coming to me and saying, hey, Charles, I really want to buy a canvas from you. Um, Can you paint this? Um, More so it's like I am painting canvases and saying, hey, this is for sale if anybody wants to buy it. Right, right. So not so much putting out the vibe of like, hey, I'm taking commissions. Yeah, yeah. I don't like to do that. If, If I take a commission ever, it's like, thank god most people are just like yeah man run with it yeah that's nice but then like if someone's like yeah i want this this and this i'm like um no i don't know that'll be an extra thousand dollars it's so tough (laughs) painting like somebody else's like vision for sure yeah 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 so i definitely just try to paint what i want to paint and then put it out there and say you know hey this is for sale yeah even on that same concept like uh what's like especially like with the like mass murals that not mass but i just mean like the scale of murals that you do yeah like what's the difference in like painting let's say like somebody famous rather than like a local who's like your best friend who you're like yeah i want to put your face up on a wall (laughs) ah yeah for sure um for me i don't remember the last time i painted somebody like famous 
I had to like go back and look. Like I Georgia O'Keefe. Okay, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> I mean yeah. she's not as famous. Yeah, as, like, yeah. I guess I just mean people. like I always try to paint people in the community. I always try to paint somebody that I know or um somebody that's not like I don't want to paint like a rapper, right? They're yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's someone. Guess, is it someone who like inspires you? Somebody who inspires me. Somebody who deserves more recognition than they've gotten, right? So like, yeah, Georgia O'Keeffe. She is famous painter for sure, but like nobody's out here painting Georgia O'Keeffe walls, right? You know, right, right. True um, that. So like, just painting people who have influenced um, myself for sure have influenced other people um who are doing good in the community um recently painted a a mural of uh a uh, local content creator um influencer her name's she goes by izzy blaze Mm -hmm. um and she's very she's a healer so she's very uh positive and motivating on instagram and she goes live every day and she talks about self-love and healing and all of these different things that she practices every day and so I painted a spread love mural of her. And um, those are the things that I want to shed light to, right? Those type of people in our sure. community, not necessarily somebody who has passed away. And like, doesn't, yes, paying tribute to those people is amazing and great. Right, and right. that needs to be done, obviously, for sure. But not all the time, right? We shouldn't have to wait to celebrate somebody's life after they've passed. We Absolutely. should be celebrating your community now. Yeah. So. That's yeah. badass. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up. Cool. Um, tell people where they can find you, um, and what you already told us you're doing crushed next week. Yeah. And next week. Yep. Crush wall starts on Monday, the 14th Mm -hmm. through the 20th. Nice. Nice long week long festival. there. (laughs) Yes. Nice week long festival. So many great artists out there. So definitely roll by, uh, Rhino arts district. If you're in Denver, um, but yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Chelsea Lewinsky. Um, Lewinsky with an I, not a Y. We'll be sharing <laughs> all that in the Sounds description good. and stuff. Um, also on Facebook, um, ChelseaLewinsky.com. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. So thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Very nice meeting you, talking to you today. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) All right. And thanks, everybody, for watching. Please remember to tell all your friends about us and uh, holler at us on YouTube. Peace. Peace. Peace.